This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and this week invent a new race series. You know who I think is padding their part a little bit? Padding? Padding their part, just talking themselves up a little bit too much. Tree surgeons. Oh, what? What, the use of the word surgeon is... Surgeon, uh, yeah. Tree surgeon. No one else does this. You don't go, I'm just going to pop down to the hair surgeon, get a bit of a tidy up. It's just, it doesn't... Oh, my wife's popped out to the nail surgeon just to have them uh, trimmed and painted. No! But you Why know, do tree surgeons go, oh, oh, we're surgeons, yes, oh, we're very, oh, yes. I Eight years in tree college I had to do before I got to do... I'm not belittling tree surgeons per se, because... Well, you, you are... Oh, I am a bit. <laughs> you it's not, it's the name. It's just, they're tree cutters. Tree cutters is fine. It's like you, you're doing something that is very brave, and I grant you that. And whatever they're paid, which I know from experience is quite a lot, it's worth it. Well, you know what, though? They're, they're, their clients are some of the oldest inhabitants of our earth. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are wor- every day they're working yes. on very, yes, very old creatures. You know, I'm... Not creatures. I'm, uh, okay, um... Organism? Org- yeah, I suppose it, it is an organism. Well, I'm I'm sat here on the cast to you and I'm watching two very large trees holding on for grim death because it is quite windy today. <laughs> and I do, I sort of feel sorry for them because it's like, you know, when you see old people walking in high wind with sort of gritted teeth and one of those full plastic rain macs that, that the technology is not Gore-Tex. <laughs> yeah. It's just a plastic thing. To- Capture only the very sweatiest type of heat inside. That's it? right, That's and they're pause, they're staggering up the street when it's when it's a fifty mile an hour wind with gritted teeth and sort of very small eyes behind glasses. Yeah, it's you proper nineteen fifties technology, isn't it? That the, the 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 rain mac of that spec. It's like oh yeah, they worked out a way to do that kind of plastic sometime after the war, and people of a certain age have just gone. Yeah, you know, in that sort of that that kind of way. That also, you get to a certain age, and you you faced with this stick or twist on the things you wear, and people usually go, I'll stick now. <laughs> yes, I, it's I, true. I, actually, I can't be yeah. bothered to think of anything new. So let's yeah. just. Do you know what I like? I like a smarter, older gentleman, and by, by which I mean, you know, sort of uh, the kind of chap who every morning, though he's been retired for twenty years, he gets up and he puts a tie on with a shirt and then oh, a V-neck yeah. over the top. Yes, standards. It's nice. I like to see that. I can't imagine I would ever reach that point, but I think we're of a generation that probably is less used to wearing a collar and tie in a lot of jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I think it's- I saw a man in a suit yesterday on the street around my neck of the woods, and it was actually weird to see a man in a suit because yeah. there's a lot of people don't wear suits. Men don't wear suits to work <clears> anymore, do they? 
I I actually quite um, when I put a suit on, I feel it feels special, and mm. I, I get I get a, a small level of attention from my wife. So I'm thinking <laughs> I might I might actually wear a suit a little. Do you know what? Let, let's screw 2020 because it's just an absolute you know skid mark down the back of the bowl. But I think 2021, I might have like I might wear a suit every other week. Oh. I did that once for with a mate. Day. We just we, we put on suits, not with ties, but we put on suits to go to the pub. We agreed we were just going to go to the pub in suits. I mean, we were like 18 yeah. at the time. We both had our like sort of, you know, wedding suits that we'd been bought by our parents because we had to go to like some cousin's wedding or something. We both happened to have these kind of probably double-breasted back then. Of course. Because it was still a thing. Yep. Extremely double breasted, and we yep. went to the. Well, they they suits. weren't like Michael Jordan last dance. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm still reeling about that. I'm still, I still can't believe the surplus material. Oh, oh I, actually, speaking of um, dressing up a little bit, um, I went to Salon Privé last week. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, Blenheim Palace in Oxfordshire. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. I mentioned it on the last show, didn't I? That I was going to go to the old salon private parts. And, uh, but <laughs> salon private. I put on a tweedy sort of jacket, like a stridently checked sort of summer tweed jacket. Uh, to oh, did you? Did you go for Larry Family Wealth colours? It was a, only the jacket. Oh, okay. And then I, okay. I wore some very, very black jeans that I hope no one would notice were jeans. But um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was fine because it was the press day. So, you know, that obviously we yeah. know and we are car journalists. And so we can yeah. say car journalists look like scruffs. Did you wear teal, teal, teal loafers? I did not. I just wore some sort of grey suede shoes because that's all I had. No, I was disappointed, if I'm honest. I'll tell you about the cars in a minute, but but the trousers were disappointing. Uh, I didn't see many extreme trousers. I thought I'd see some pretty, you know, um, family family money. Yeah, Yeah. family (laughs) money trousers. But no, very few salmon pinks. FMT. yeah, <laughs> FMTs. Do you know who did come in in a pair of alarmingly strident trousers? Was um, YouTube's Henry Catchpole, who we know. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he was. Oh, he does like a strident. He likes a tartan uh, uh, trouser from memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I once saw him at the. Um, this is a bit clangy, but I at the the ball uh, that happens over the weekend of the Goodwood Festival of Speed. I once saw him there, and he was wearing. Um, a uh, a dinner jacket but then he'd got some alarmingly tartan trousers on beneath it to the extent that i i my first reaction when i saw him was was almost to ask what he'd done with jackie stewart's body because <laughs> it was no one else was rocking a tartan trouser there That's, except that is brilliant three-time world champion sir Those... jackie stewart and henry catchpole henry's a top chap by the way let's not um he is a good gent and he's, he's such a unfortunately he's a far better journalist than me and, and a better driver. Yeah, he's a way better driver than me. And that's as far yeah. as I'm going to go because I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to hear her worship, worship him. Weirdly, at the good uh, a Goodwood ball in the past, I dressed up as a, um, a Cuban um, military dictator. Um, and uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hang on. This, well, this was the was this the um, revival one? Which this was the revival dress. one, which was. I didn't turn up to the non fancy dress one in fancy dress, although I have done that in the past. Um, and I, I was very convincing. I mean, I did look 
very dic- dic- dictatorial. Um, and I thought, well, this is great. I'm in full character. Went into the gents, and the one and only Dario Franchetti was 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 walking out, and he tapped yeah. me on the shoulder, and he he went, "Oh, hi, Johnny. How you doing?" It was like, "How did you know it was me? I look like a Cuban, <laughs> I look like a Cuban dictator." Honestly, I looked in the mirror after he'd gone and went, "There's no way he would have known it was me. He's got to have like." Terminator laser eyes. How how did he know? Maybe he has. Maybe that's why he's so good at driving. Damn it, you indie car Irritatingly warrior. handsome Scottish racing champion, Dario Franchitti. He's great. I like Who Dario. I once regretted introducing to my wife because she went a bit giggly. Oh, she went, oh. Yeah. Oh, of like, course, and right. also because your wife's American and he's Scottish, she's automatically going to be attracted to him because he's just got a Scottish voice. Um, yeah, maybe I hadn't thought about that. I think it was also it's a nice Scottish voice and the extreme talent and supremacy in his given field that maybe also made him <laughs> quite attractive. I don't know. It's all things I do not. Well, have, so I felt let, quite inadequate. Well, let's again. He's a lovely guy. I like Dario, but and um, yes, we um, yeah. Now, he would rock a tartan trouser in a social situation, I'm yeah, sure. And no, would be entitled to because of the Scottishness. He'd do kilt. Oh, God, he would, wouldn't he'd he? He'd just yeah. do full kilt with the with those very complicated-looking shoes, which, when you're fully yeah. drunk, I bet you can never take them off and get into bed. <laughs> <laughs> you just get into bed. Also, don't you have sort of slightly ornate socks? Yes, yes. They have little tassely bits on they them. They have the garter, the garter on the, the top. garter, that's it. Just like Cub Scout socks. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Can you imagine oh. trying to go through airport security in full Scottish uniform, whatever you'd call it? Regalia. Because there's a I lot of metalwork, isn't there? You've got to take your sporran off. Spor- you've you've have got a little dagger? knife about your person. You yeah, that's <laughs> never going through airport security. <laughs> what, you have this bloke uh, having a sir, full you're carrying argument. a knife. Hey, but I am Scottish. Oh, okay, then, that's fine. Listen, it's a decorative dagger. Yeah, no gonna, I'm not going to stab anyone unless they mess me around. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, honestly, it's not a real knife. It's just a decorative dagger. I think it's still a sharp piece of metal, though. So on my watch, that's classed as a dagger. <laughs> Maybe um, they make uh, plastic blunt ones for Scottish people who need to travel abroad. <laughs> for the travel dagger. <laughs> Travel Dagger is a really... There's a band name. We've got a band name already. No, the thing I was going to say about Salon Privet Hedge is that there are some amazing cars there, um, no doubt. I mean, this was only on press day where they were sort of focusing mostly on newer stuff from manufacturers. But they were starting to bring in the oldies and... What people? No. <laughs> in their, their their max. No, um there were there was there were like there was just a row of McLaren F ones. Well there were five of them or six and there were an, an uh, um another uh car journo that we know, Paul Horrell, uh I, I was with him and, and he made a very good point. He said he walked in and he saw two Pagani Zondas parked next to each other. And he said actually that was one too many Zondas because it diminishes the specialness of them. It's like you just go. Oh, there's a couple of Zondas. Yeah, oh, whatever. It, yeah, yeah. It 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 totally does. It it completely does because people are, are forgetting the rarity. Yeah, they're completely forgetting the rarity. Um, I went to the first car show I ever took my Dodge Charger to when it was finished for on on the road. I drove quite a long way actually. It was down Aldershot Way, mm. and um, I'm <clears throat> very proud of it. 
I rolled into the, the 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 display area and they pointed to where they wanted me to park, and I parked on the end of twenty nineteen sixty eight Chargers. Oh, yeah. So it, I just felt like I was in a car park in Morrison's, and I just had a fiesta. <laughs> and it was weird. I was just like, I've just driven all this way to feel special, and now I don't feel special. <laughs> that sort of that suddenly reminded me of. Have you ever seen that thing at car shows or events where? Uh, people with the same car meet up they all park in the same place but i find it gets very weird when it's something like case in point the ford racing puma and they're all the same because because of the same color and everything yeah that car came in one color and one spec and Delor- I know some Delor- people DeLorean owners are a bit like DeLoreans, that. yeah. Well, I know their model year changes between DeLoreans, and there are sort of there are rarities and there are anomalies. And what stuff, like so. Phillips screws versus flathead screws or inside the door? Well, I think it's a bit like that, isn't it? There's, there's on early <coughs> ones. There's a flap at the trailing edge of the bonnet. I can't remember why. I think you flap at the trailing edge. Yeah, <laughs> trailing it's edge. Such flap. a flap at the trailing edge. Um, but yeah, or I went to. I, I used to sometimes go to that um, Pride of Longbridge festival thing at uh, in Birmingham. It happens sort of in April every year, and there's always the. Rover I've never 200. been. I'd... It's worth going if you like. You want to go and be be a bit um, pervy around some Allegros. There's usually some there, but also uh, the Rover 200 BRM mob turn up in there again, identically specced cars. Oh, of course they do. What is it? Is it like? Is this like? Is it like West Side Story or Greece, where all the different, (laughs) like, fairly polite gangs turn up? You're like, oh, look, it's the T-Birds. They don't look menacing at all, but they're wearing matching jackets (laughs) (laughs) and they're clicking (laughs) and they're clicking their fingers and walking diagonally. (laughs) (laughs) Like crabs, like clicking crabs. In fact, the clicking, clicking, and walking diagonally. They are just pretending to be crabs. It's the land crab. It's the Austin Land Crab Club. (laughs) That would be great. They all walk sideways. They go Wait, do you want to go and get the, the tees? Yeah, but the tees are dead ahead, so I'm going to have to go across <laughs> to the other side of the field and then across to the other side. I've got to do the land crab walk. Got to take a circuitous route or it won't work. I I uh, liked the earlier iterations of the Pride of Longbridge because uh, things used to be a bit more chaotic and basically it was on a sort of first come first parked basis. So you would, which made it like a a bag of revels because you'd be walking along going, oh look, there's uh, a really pristine early metro, and for some reason it's parked next to a Rover P6, and and then there's yeah. a princess. And it's like because they weren't too snotty <clears throat> about the cars having to be made at Longbridge. I think some people were. I think they're probably a bit of ah. Uh, I think you'll find that's a Cowley car, but you know, mostly <laughs> it was like if it's an interesting British car, get it's, it, get it's it, welcome. Because I once yeah. went up there in my old Jag XJR and I parked outside, and then my mate Big John, who's one of the organisers, uh, uh, later on he went, "You could have just brought the Jag on the field, you know, mate. It would have been welcome because it's a nice British car." So it was quite nice and relaxed and mixed up. And as the years went on, they started sort of going, "No, we'll do a Land Crab section and we'll do a Metro section," and then it was a little bit like. Yeah, then it's, then it's, pro- why, but it's, I like it's product the, saturation then, Rich. Yeah, isn't it? well, it, it did. It got really big. It was a big old thing. Um, and I've been meaning to like, bring my Allegro there at some point when it's you, actually running. You definitely running. should. Because I think, apart from anything else, it would slightly upset some people in a, in a good way. So you should definitely Well, do, do you know what? We we should go and do a video there. Oh, when, God. When we're allowed to, when, it, yeah. when things are... Should we do it? Yeah. We'll do well, some, we'll do some it, safariing. It's usually in uh, April. 
So hopefully okay. next April, fingers crossed, it'll let's, be possible for it to take place. Let's do a chod safari. Chod safari. Yeah. We're overdue one, aren't we? So. Oh, I miss that. In fact, it's a, it's a, I mean, I know this is plugging our own video, but th- that video, I think, has been our most successful video. It has, yeah. Oh, we are sort of doing a Chod Safari, though, aren't we, um, uh, next month, but for that secret thing that we're probably not supposed to mention yet, um, we'll, which we'll doubtless plug the crap out of um, oh, yeah. in well, a couple hope f- of weeks, I guess. Yeah, I hope so. Mm, I hope fingers so. Crossed. Um, now, speaking of uh, new stuff... Uh, I notice you've rebranded. I've rebranded. I've been working tirelessly for for weeks, Richard. And uh, yeah, my YouTube um, channel has changed names. Um, And I put an announcement out um, just to explain how things have gone. Um, And and, and this weekend just gone was marked eight months to the day since I started doing YouTube as a proper, as a sort of serious job. Mm. If if you could call it that, um, but yeah, I, I I wanted to. I suppose twenty twenty starting a new channel was ambitious in hindsight. <laughs> Little did we realise that things would happen, but also I um, it's to appeal to a wider audience actually, and mostly I'm going to say it's mostly the name car pervert jarred with a, a lot of brands, especially American brands who just were. Sp- skeptical and scared of it mm. so i thought i'm going to carry on calling myself the carper referring to myself as the carper but the show is, has been renamed the show is called the late break show with a different spelling on break obviously it's not a tea break it's a quickly put the brakes on please middle pedal middle pedal or left right. pedal not, depending not on the transmission of, not a kind of medieval spelling like b-r-e-a-k-e In- no, it's not that. And no, L A Y T E R E A K E. I was going to say, no, Do it's a lot more horses now. It's not not that though. No. So the late break show. So it's 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 still my YouTube channel, and it's still uh, you know quite a wide variety of content. Um, and um, <clears throat> well, hopefully you'll be you'll be appearing on it at some point. Heavily drugged. and and unaware of the cameras and then uh and yeah i and 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 i've we've we've set up a a new website we've got i've I've done some merch fine leaves but i've done some car pervert merch to just say to people i'm not shying away from car pervert um it's just that i've got to take the i've got to take it seriously you know and i and i'm and instead of sort of begging people for patreon money and things um Mm. i want to try and work with some more brands and that's why the name has changed, but hopefully it's it's still quite a fun name, not too serious, and with a with a, a good dollop of automotive variety and and no vacuous shouting about supercars. <laughs> I'll leave that to some other pricks. <laughs> well, did I just say that out loud? I, I, don't worry, it's fine. I, I don't think anyone noticed. Good. So um, yeah, basically business as usual, but with a, a new name and logo and. New name, new logo, slightly higher ambitions, hopefully higher production values, and mm-hmm. um, just kind of evolving it in, in this next phase. But I mean, 150,000 subscribers in eight months, which I'm that really, really pleased with. Without, really without, good. yeah, without Isn't like, it? well, without any marketing support, you know, without proper paid for support or backing of a a corporation as such. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with it. 
especially in a year where the world is trying to implode as best as possible. And mm. if you've ever watched Stranger Things, it's a bit like trying to cut open the earth and let strange things out. <laughs> and all that very dusty air comes out. Very dusty. Well, really that dusty, dusty air, in fact, is a bit like my office here when I open the door. And if I walk in really quickly, I feel like I've just disturbed some terrible stuff i need to get a damn vacuum up here i really do it's awful yeah can give yourself asthma so yeah that, there you go that's my the plug over but yeah please visit my youtube channel and the, and the site i'll put all the details in this description Cheers. well you will because you do the admin for smith and sniff because i force you to um yeah so if you could do that, with that'd be great. With the threat of being drugged again. With the threat of being drugged again. And actually, going back to what you were talking about at the Salon Privates, um, <laughs> there's a certain type of person that I always try and observe, and they're called PBOs, Possible Boat Owner. And I always, <laughs> I always say it's always a guy with a very nice, healthy-looking tan. Yes. He's always got a smile. He always looks like he's loving life. He's doing okay. Yeah. Um, but he's not, he's not too smart. He's not yeah. too dishevelled. He's in the middle. Yes. And I'm a trying silver, to work out... hair. Yeah, he, I'm trying to work out if he regularly moors up a boat, a recreational boat. I'm seeing a blazer, a bluey blazer, with an open neck shirt. Quite open, actually. Probably down to second button. Yes, more open than usual. Yeah, definitely. More open than usual to reveal that sort of on-the-cusp-of-leathery tan. Not over-tanned. Not, yeah. Not full expat in Spain. Tan, no, but, no, not that far. But brown, healthy yes. brown. Is there a Chris, and... is there a cheeky little yellow gold St Christopher? Yes, <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> of course, there is. Of course, um, there is. Quite an expensive watch mm -hmm. with maybe a slightly boaty angle. What an Ulysses Nardan, whatever it's called. Yeah, one of those. That's the thing. Probably not the obvious. Not a Rolex. Not an Omega. No. Not. But yeah, one of those. You know, maybe. If they are actually proper minted, it'd be like a Royal Oak or something. But but yeah, just oh, yeah. sort of you know. Audemars is that an Audemars Piguet? Yeah, that? I never know how to pronounce it. Piguet. Piguet. I actually, I, I really don't, really don't like those watches. I no, think they I look awful. They're horrid, aren't they? <laughs> they? They look like someone's tried to, to um, someone's sort of stopped the CNC machine halfway through its 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 action and gone. No, that's not how I wanted the bezel. Oh shit! Carry on. Go on, carry on. We've, we've started with the billet. We it's can't too late waste now. the billet. I just don't uh, yeah. like the way. But the yeah, I could see with the Ulysses Nardan. Well, and he's, he's he's rocking up in a car again. He's he's wealthy, but he's not mm. like immaculate. And his car is probably a little bit shabby because he tends to use it rather than worship it. Well, there's, there's been some drives down to you know, Cap Ferrat or somewhere in the south of France. Yeah. From from the, the the UK base, so yeah, I mean, back yeah. in the day, they would have been prime um, Mercedes SEC owners. Oh, he, yes, it's very true. Because the kids actually. are long left home; they don't need a four door. No, Although they might have had a Range Rover in the eighties as well, proper old school. But now, probably no. Range I wanted a bit something brash. that is because the Range Rover is, is comfortable, but it didn't handle as much. And when he's on it, he needed something with a bit more stability. Does he still allow himself a slim cigar? Yeah, but not daily. Used to be no, daily. no, no. No, yeah, it used to be daily. How much gin does he get through in an average week? Is it more than one bottle? If he's going down to see the boat, he's got a uh, supply. Oh, my God, on the boat. I mean, the boat, actually, he has to make sure that his reserve supplies of gin are placed centrally in the boat or it will start yeah. to list heavily to one side. <laughs> you see, his wife, who's called Trixie, is quite, um, she's quite aware of, of, his, of his gin. So if he says, I'm just popping down to see the boat, 
She knows. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> she knows the car is going to be parked on the quayside for three days. He's going to end up getting a lift home from the local landlord, or you know, another another boating friend who understands the situation. It's okay. But what well, I don't know what his name is. What would his name be? Um, I don't know if he's because th- th- I think in a Jasper. Way, his name's Jasper. Oh, that's good. Jasper and so I was going to say at one end of the of the sort of social spectrum, he could be called Charlie, if he's mm. a little bit posh. But I think, yep. yeah, you're right, Jasper, um, David, but never Dave these days. Dave oh, he's never, like, never you know, a Dave. David, yeah, a jolly chap. A he's, jolly he's very chap in jolly. A very open neck shirt. He's, he's bright. You wouldn't know he was a bit drinky. He's bright. Oh yeah, he's still got his faculties, and his eyes are relatively clear. Which yeah, yeah that's the gin. Always choose a, a clear booze if you if you can <laughs> cane it in later life. Is that true? What to stop the veins from popping? Out? I don't know. I'm making it up. <laughs> Probably. I did see a, a, a few Jaspers there. The um, what did you say? It was PBO, possible boat owner. Yeah, PBO. And um, Trick, Trixie's wife was massively into aerobics in the eighties, so she's in quite good condition. Oh yeah, she's yeah, a, yeah. she's a woman who's probably in her sixties, but but you know, extremely fetching, um, kind of Bond girl of the late seventies. Yes, people like that of both sexes are quite an interesting example of how uh, money can really help in making you look your best. Because completely. You can have yeah. your teeth fixed, you can have hair <clears throat> plugs or something like that, you can have your hair done a lot, and yeah. you can just buy clothes that fit well and all this sort of stuff. And it really is like you can maximise <laughs> what you've got that fit. if you've got some cash behind you. Um, and and they're, they're quite a good example of that. So, yeah, I saw a few of those. I saw, I mean, I only saw like one genuinely startling jacket that made me kind of look twice. <laughs> and I was trying to get a photo of this bloke for you to send it to you. Uh, and he kept sort of turning round, and then he was standing on his own in open ground, and to take a picture of him, there were no cars nearby, Um. it would have been really obvious that I was taking a picture of him, so I chickened out, and then I saw that photo, the the thing I did send you the photo of, which answered the question we had in last week's podcast about, you know, those uh, hats that men of certain age... The Panama... Panama on the parcel shelf. I mean, again, yeah. again, it just sounds like a Morrissey song. Panama. Panama. Yeah. I love it. Well, there was a Panama fucking stall at Salon Privates, and so that just that's what, it, what it just it? it just sold Panama hats. Yes, yes, it did. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. So niche. Yeah. Did you buy one? <laughs> I bought two and wore them at the same time. Good. No, I thought you were going to have one to keep in the car because you have to keep it on the parcel shelf. Yeah. Um, and the other one is um, in the house next to the front door in case you've got to run out and you think this is a Panama day. I came out in such a rush, I didn't have time to put socks on. But that's Yeah, okay I'm, I'm driving an Arnage tea with a yeah. smart jacket and no trousers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. So, um, I wouldn't put a Panama. I went up there in my nine eleven, and I wouldn't put a. Did you? On the the battery was all right. Oh, did I not tell you I got the nine eleven back to life? Well, I know you had a right old saga with batteries. Yeah. Well, so I'd left it. I checked with Porsche. They said, "Look, it should be fine. When you finally bring it back to life, it will probably throw up a load of warnings about 
the suspension because it's got adaptive suspension and the stability control and all of this stuff drive it a little bit it'll recalibrate and that's exactly what happened it had a bit of a wait wait oh no no this isn't right this isn't right oh oh my wheels are itchy and then drove it a little bit and it was all good as gold um but i am a sort of i, I drove it so i went up to bicester i went to i went to to, to um salon privet and then i went to um the salon of privates the salon of privacy uh <laughs> and then i went so I drove over to Bicester Heritage um, uh, to go for a meeting there, and then I drove back to London. So I did a few miles in it. Bicester's fantastic. Bicester, it's great, Heritage. isn't it? Oh my god, what an inspiring place! Do you know that's yeah, the I funny thing? I like going to Salon Privet. It was nice to see some nice cars, and I, I bumped into a few people that I know, and it was all very jolly. But Do you have to pay to... for Salon Privates. Is it a paid-for well, event? You do if you, yeah, if you don't have a press pass. oh okay sorry is that a sensitive I should, well no it's just always that thing where you, <laughs> I, 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 where press you, oh, press I went guys to this thing press. and that thing and, 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 and i did it all for free because i'm a journalist and people are listening going piss off so um <laughs> I, I was hoping to skirt around that but anyway yes i didn't pay for my ticket because it was press day and i got press accreditation naturally but went to um went to bicester heritage and um there's just nice cars lying around all over the place, but in a totally uncontrived, not on display way. They're just there because they're being mended at one of the many businesses that have their workshops there, and people are dropping by. And so, you know, it's like there, there was uh, some fabulous old Ferrari 330 GT, I think. Yeah. I've been, I'm not, I'm not it's good it's my favourite Ferrari. Yeah. One 330 GT. Blue. Yes. Beautiful. And then there's like there was just a Delta Integrale parked near the building where I was having the meeting, and there's um, there's some old Alphas kicking around, and someone um, it was a D type there. It's, it's just it's just mega, and and because it's all just you know uncontrived, it's like that is daily life there. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's wonderful, but my eyes were out on stalks more being at Bista Heritage than they were at Salon Privé because it somehow felt just sort of more natural and somehow more enjoyable as a result. Um, your Bista Heritage it feels like a sort of a, an accidental um, museum. Yeah, um, I mean they do do those events there, don't they? In fact, they just announced last week they, they they were supposed to have one of their Sunday scramble things coming up, and they've had to cancel it because of COVID. I'm really time. pissed off about that because that's annoying, the only car show that I'd penciled in to go in my Dodge to this year. Oh really? Yeah, and I thought sure. it's it's a long drive for me, 
but yeah. I know the atmosphere is going to be great, and and yeah. it's and it's an excuse for me to do the little jobs on my dodge in time. Mm. So I'm and and I I got the dodge out yesterday for the first time this year. Oh really? Yeah, I sorted the fuel leak on it, which um, I discovered back in January. But wow, that was a very loud car that just went past my house. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Gosh, I don't know what is it. I mean, I, and that's a thirty limit. Apparently, they were either in first. <laughs> Or well, they were not doing thirty. <laughs> they were succeeding. Uh, yeah. So um, anyway, yes, but yeah, it's a shame about Sunday scramble, isn't it? And also, well, but other things have been cancelled recently. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a shitter all round. But um, onwards and upwards. Hopefully, yeah, next year, Pride along Bridge, Sunday scramble, all that sort of stuff. Oh, but, but yeah, before before then, I'm going to see you before then, before Christmas. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I don't know how. I'll meet, I'm going to meet you at some motorway services. We're going to park the the, the doors of our cars really close and, wind, <laughs> and then wind the windows down. At our spiritual home. Oh, I had a weird one yesterday. I was driving on the North Circular in here in London and um, I was at some traffic lights and the guy in the next lane was in an Outlander Fev. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just... I just happened to be sort of staring at the badge on the front wing of those because I noticed that I Did it say it plug says, in hybrid? It says plug in and then it says EV in bigger letters which are chromed with blue infill that's on right. the face of the letters. Yes, and I was looking at right. it and I was suddenly like, actually that badge is a bit nicer than I thought. It's like the the blue enamel work or whatever it is on there is it, it was it's quite good. Mm. I mean, I hate those cars, but I thought, oh, the badge is quite nice. And I was just sort of staring at it, and the guy who was driving honked his horn. And I what? sort of squinted, and it was raining, and it was a bit gloomy, so it's hard to see into the car. I thought, oh, shit, it's somebody I know. So what? I put my window down, and he didn't put his passenger window down because he was in the lane to the left of me, to the right of me, rather. He just did a thing where he took his fingers and sort of made his mouth do a smile. I think he was telling me to to smile. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's better off, than giving the V's and doing the wanker sign. So. It was just really weird. But I was like, could I, was I looking gloomy? Because I was staring, it looked like I was staring in despair, whereas actually I was staring in fascination at the intricate badge work on his car. But then he was off, the lights turned green, and off we went. And I, I turned off, and I didn't have a chance to then pull alongside again to go, what, were you telling me to smile because I wasn't miserable I was just thought your car's got surprisingly nice badges on it so anyway I, I think the moral to that story is um is is just when you think it could be road rage it's actually someone just going hey cheer up everyone's having a shit time at the moment but it's yeah. okay and I think I've said it in a previous Smith and Sniff but when have you ever been a a, a pedestrian when one of those outlander Mitsubishi fevs goes past uh, yeah, the sound coming from the back of the car is just like when you have them, <clears throat> like a I don't know what you call them, a flock of like sparrows or starlings, starlings going over, um, and oh. they, they make that sort of strange twittering noise where they're all interacting and trying to turn yeah. at the same time. It yeah. honestly, it sounds like there's a bag of birds trapped under the back of the car. It's I so disconcerting. Noticed. Yeah, the Mitsubishi huh. bag of birds. Yeah, there's bloody loads of them around here. Um, it's the only car that's propping Mitsubishi up in this country. Well, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. They should do an evolution version. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I speaking of being a pedestrian, I was walking on the street the other day and I saw a Volkswagen Phaeton. Oh, now, 
This is a first-generation Phaeton, silver. Yes, that's the very sensible dowdy one. Yeah, didn't get a it? chance to clock the engine, but I don't think it was a W12. <clears throat> I think it was a you know probably a TDI one. Just to be the one you'd actually buy. Yeah, the one people did actually buy. So, and it was it was in good good condition. You know, looked tidy. Um, but who would you picture would be driving such a thing? Right, right now. Mm. First gen Phaeton. Mm. Well, it's 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 either going to be original owner or someone like us who's picked them up for four. Gr- I mean, I spoke to a guy the other month who was a um, like did did restorations and and he he pulled up actually to to look at a car of mine, and he has a Phaeton and he does a huge commute. He 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 lives in a different place Monday to Friday and then drives a big distance home back up north. And he oh. said, I bought a TDI Phaeton because it was like four grand. And he said, I wow. do like I do like 260 miles on a Friday evening. And he said, Jeez. it just absolutely demolishes the miles. He said, I'm, uh, it is the best purchase I've ever made. He said, I can get whatever it can get, 40-something to the gallon. He said, it's quick. It's so plush. It's so quiet and well insulated. He said, it's a wonderful car. So, But he was... A garage owner, you know, like a right. You know, he was not the uh, not the kind of guy you'd, you'd look at and go, "He's a Phaeton guy." I'd say Phaeton guy. Yeah. Well, I say that it could be a woman, obviously. Um, Phaeton lady. Phaeton lady. <laughs> Dude, that's what Who it recorded could be. That I think. Top? I think it could be a lady in her sixties, um, retired headmistress of a private school. <gasps> Ooh. and so has some money but is sensible with the money she's not frivolous she knows quality when she sees it and she likes the idea of longevity I'm impressed and she's had and she's had Passats in the past and she thought I think that this is it's an uber Passat I totally can see that and, and for that reason I'm in I think retired private school girls school headmistress I'm very impressed. Are you? I mean, it's all it's all completely fictitious because we don't well, know. Yeah, or do I we know? No, no, I don't. <laughs> the thing is, as this car went by, it was coming uh, around, uh, turning into a side road, and and so it wasn't going super fast. I was able to get a good look at the driver because also the um, driver's window was down. Oh, oh, okay. And the first thing I noticed was that the driver was sitting very close to the wheel because they were a very small older lady. I would say maybe not even 60s maybe in her 70s oh sitting very close to the wheel and she was wearing a team gb cap <laughs> really? which was the bit that really sort of threw me yeah i was like team one those, gb one of those team gb athletics caps that's sort of slightly shapeless like it's not a baseball cap it's a sort of sport cap of unspecified use oh we that that is a cap that should have been a shape, but you've it's been left in the boot and it's been trampled down a lot by luggage. <laughs> I've got one of those. Yeah. A, and then it's, maybe it's been crushed by luggage and then and it's got a bit grubby because it's white as well. So it's been machine washed and this has really robbed it of any shape that it once had. <laughs> it's I know exactly the cap because I have a cap such as that. Yes. So yeah, a it's, a a very small old lady in a Team GB cap driving a big silver Phaeton. I was, I, I mean, clearly you're on the money there. That's I was brilliant. thrown by this. I was like, I did not expect that. Is that old money, Rich? Well, it might be. And I was thinking, because I think you're right. Maybe I think <clears throat> she's had, or the family's had 
golfs and things for years and and uh, you know maybe her late husband bought it and yeah. when he when he died she's just kept it going and uh and well you know it's no trouble and so that's right she's she's just uh driving around in the phaeton well it's more it's more comfortable than the golf so uh so i i tend to use it more for particularly for longer trips it's the um, idea that you want you want unassuming luxury isn't it yeah which is why is maybe i don't did, did did the phaeton do well in japan because i can see with the japanese culture of if you are wealthy don't flaunt it kind of thing i can imagine that the phaeton might actually tick that box quite well we're saying all this the phaeton went out of production we're just yeah we're backwards oh, yeah. thinking pair of flutes aren't we but um <laughs> i do i do i know that that you do occasionally send me a, a link on auto trader or ebay or something for a a cheap vw phaeton and yeah they're out there aren't they i'd love just... to make a shooting break not a shooting break an estate out of one so cut the back off a reasonably late Passat and graft it on well, not not like in the well, back. It'd be too, it'd be too narrow, wouldn't it? You'd have like a sort of yeah, you'd you'd, you'd fill it, box. you'd fill it, fill it the middle of it and put and let oh, another okay. net another section in and then have a, a rear window specially made, you know. What if nice you started cheap. with the back of a first generation tow rag? Oh, okay. I feel like the sculpting; those cars came out not far from each other. Yes, so I think that the design—it's soft the, edging. The surfacing of the soft body might be more surfacing. consistent between the Phaeton and the tow rag, and, the, and also the width. The width would be more. You'd have to put in less of a fillet, if if at all. You might have to take it in. I think bit. this is it. You've got it. So find a tow rag, a VW tow rag that's had a massive front ender. Well, nobody does. Anyone want those old tow rags anymore? They they sort of because they weren't very good, and I feel like they were troublesome as well. I don't know. It's a really good question. It would be great to do a really high rise Phaeton. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. You were saying Phaeton like, all road. Yeah, you know. In the like, you know, the last podcast, you 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 had that epiphany of like the Audi e-tron Sportback, these coupe SUVs that we're both deeply confused by. It's like, hang on a minute. So is everyone eventually going to universally agree that we all just want a normal-sized, more efficient car, but just higher up off the ground? Mm. Because if that's all we want is to be higher up off the ground, to feel like we're safer, to feel like we can see over hedges and lord it up, then there is A, a thing called air suspension, and B, you can lift any car theoretically can't you which is why people do these overlanding um mx5s and stuff like that yeah yeah you can but you imagine i mean imagine a phaeton that's sort of yeah like all road all track spec interesting that would be really good i mean that the old lady with the, the grubby trampled white cap on <laughs> she might not want it but everyone else well will. she might because as as she gets older you know there may be a little bit of arthritis it may be easier to get into so um she might. She, in fact, that might be the target market, is in fact the elderly and the infirm who would like a slightly higher driving position. Someone needs to start lifting everything, but like a, 
like an like an artisan style fabrication shop that isn't just monster truck redneck and just just and anyone can t- turn up and go i'd like this go, oh hi uh, richard what have you got well i've got my 1999 uh, jaguar xj okay what would you like well i'd like it to be 12 inches higher off the ground okay we can do that <laughs> but i wouldn't like it to be 12 inches higher off the ground i suppose if i was 78 and my knees were really knackered yeah, yeah, would. Yeah. in that yeah. way that you know as you get older and if you are having trouble sort of getting in and out of an armchair that there are things you can get that will jack up your existing armchair you don't have to go and get a, a you know a new Oh, yeah, do you know what? an old neighbour of, of mine had one of those chairs that lifts really high and then tip, gently tips you forward, yeah, so that you yeah, don't yeah. have to. And 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 it and it had jammed, and he was jammed, kind of. <laughs> he was sort of jammed in it, and it <laughs> it it had gone a really gone up really really high, and then either tilted right back or something. His wife phoned me. I had to go across the road and rescue him because <laughs> one of the. Um, one of the solenoids had sort of just jammed and it was at this angle and he unfortunately wasn't in a good way being able to walk properly. So he couldn't actually get out of the chair. It was just really high off the ground and tilted in a very jerky way. So I had to take the the, the switch box off it and kind of like cheat the buttons to bring it back down to earth again. <laughs> it was oh it was one of the strangest rescues I've ever been involved in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever um do you ever have slightly mad thoughts just before bedtime, like through tiredness or drink or whatever? You you just suddenly have a, a I'm doing a, it at a, the moment, Rich. Going to bed <laughs> late a lot and trying to do lots, of, and then I do have moments of very odd thoughts. Yeah, I do. Because I had I, I once just before bedtime, I suddenly thought, here's a here's a, a slightly meta idea. Why 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 wouldn't you do a fate on now that they're there? pretty cheap second hand get a phaeton do a phaeton harlequin because oh, it's yeah. on brand because it's polos and golfs were made into harlequin yeah do a phaeton harlequin and then i looked it up and someone's already done it have they yeah damn it that's really and flipping annoying isn't it well it, i mean in a way it's not because it is, absolves me or particularly you from any further need to investigate how <laughs> you would do it somebody's taking care of it there's no real need for two fate on harlequins in the world i mean it didn't I won't, i'll be honest it didn't look amazing it looked like it got mismatched panels from crash damage but that's the harlequin effect isn't it i i, I don't know i Oh, I yeah. But it's good to know that it exists. Someone else you, had the same silly thought, and they've actually acted on it. Do you remember the um, the very very? Um, I think it was late eighties. Um, one make series uh, a promotion uh, exhibition race was it at the Nordschleifer with um, Mercedes one ninety E's. With oh maybe uh, were they the one ninety e two point three sixteen yeah and it was like device. there was everyone there like Nelson PK they were all the yeah, Formula yeah, One yeah. guys Martin yeah. Binet and Senna a few others yeah apparently it was, it was a yeah. really entertaining race mm. um, and of course the cars were totally standard yeah. I, I think if we were to bring back something like that and one one I had recently was a rate a one make race like that with pro drivers so handy drivers but none of the cars have got any brakes. Any, so, so you've got all the power of the normal car, and you're on a circuit, 
but you absolutely you have no brakes you have the there's still a pedal there but it's just hanging on the, in the pedal box there's no brakes there's no brake fluid there's no sh- calipers on the car calipers are removed in case there's any does cheating. the handbrake still work no there's no handbrake so you've just got to drive on you know judging speed and throttle position and understanding um scrubbage um so either side of the track, they've let the grass grow a little taller than usual, <laughs> and so if you need to scrub some speed off, you just go on, <laughs> go onto the grass, and then go back onto the track again. So in other words, it would be a fairly slow race because you're constantly trying to judge how quick you are going into each corner and not hitting other cars. Well, I think it would be a really entertaining race. Do you I not can't think? See, I can't imagine? see any problems with that. Can you, know, can you see, Kimi Raikkonen would sign up immediately. He'd just go, that just doesn't look like a problem to me. I'm going to do that. <laughs> he would just you realise that it. if anyone made it to the finish, and I think it's a big if, but if anyone did, then th- there would have to be sort of like two or three coasting down. <laughs> oh, yeah. You go with the finish I mean, line at 60 and then just knock it into neutral. And then they'd be like, I'll be in in 10 minutes. I'll collect my trophy in 10 minutes. You'd have to have some... You know those massive um, sand pits they have on steep downhills for trucks to drive into oh, if their brakes go? Yes. You'd need one of those for the finishers to just ditch it into or a massive water trough that might look quite good on telly if that's had- the finish line they wheel in a, a water trough or they divert the the end the track at the end and the, the winner goes into a huge splash pool with yeah. all with a great big celebration maybe some minor fireworks and a, and a wreath uh, is thrown a in wreath. the air wreath you know wreath of uh holly or laurel laurel wreath you know like a winner's <laughs> wreath okay get it right right yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mean like a coral reef. There was someone just throws <laughs> a load of like alive crustaceans. Uh, <laughs> or reef, your favourite band. My favourite band. No, it's not that. Um, I, I, uh, I think that could really work. I don't understand no why this stuff is racing. Yeah, just no brakes. There's not even calipers bolted onto the car. Right. So you, and and you, how? Do, I suppose. Chocks. You'd need chocks for the cars to be held in place on their um, on their grid slot. Oh yeah, yeah. So and no formation lap because n- you couldn't no reform formation. on the grid because everyone would just overshoot. No. And there's definitely no safety car because there's no safety. <laughs> there very much is no safety. Uh, or is all. there a no safety car? As in the car is called no safety, and the safety car is just what a completely bare chassis with someone driving it. Or it, it's a, the no safety car has a huge sort of rubber nose on it, and it drives up behind random members of the pack and pushes them faster. <laughs> That's a great idea. So they're going right. We're going to make him go ten miles an hour quicker into this corner. See how he likes that. See how we can cope with that. That's a great. What idea. cars are you envisaging that we, we would use for this no brakes race? Well, series? I mean, it's obviously promoting safe driving, so you'd hope that a car manufacturer would come on board and provide one vehicle for um one for for this one make series. I think it would be a a company that really is in tune with modern safety. So let's say Volvo, for example. Mm. I think Volvo would supply um what's some. Uh, 
I mean, it's got to be two forties, hasn't it? Something proper old school or seven forty? No, no, it have to be. It have to be a current car. You think they're new cars? They're, they're new right now, but obviously they've had all their braking system removed. I'd yeah, like yeah, to yeah, think yeah. that yeah. They've, they've, that the ECU knows this. Otherwise, while you're driving around, it's constantly telling you you've got no brake fluid. The ABS isn't well. Working. I think it'd be worth reminding people of that as they drive around it. Well, it bongs every three seconds, like your seatbelt warning. Bong. Yeah. Bong. Um, I mean, I would like you to, at the very least, record the phone call to Volvo to pitch this. I think it's it would be worth You know when you go um, into the pits, obviously, <laughs> into the pits, there's not a speed restriction, and you have to stop where your team want you to stop. So, obviously, mm, that's going to be... That's, that's the happening. one that all the spectators wait for. That's the one that gets all the TV views. So, what they do is what, each team is allowed... Run over. Well, each team manager is allowed to decide what method should best stop their car there. Yeah. So you can choose between 17 bouncy castles or you can, a really long piece of elastic. You know, like which, you know, like which catches fighter jets when they land on a ship. Yes, Those yes, yes. So it can just grab it and pull it back in. <laughs> <laughs> so the pit area is, 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 is carnage. It's so dangerous. Oh, it's dangerous. Yes. It's lethal. Yes. Yes, yes. So it's going to go, oh, oh, I see. It seems like um, Bottas is using a huge bouncy castle <laughs> to stop his car for this critical stop. Uh, but of course, about... brakes aren't overheating ever in a race. No, good. Problem solved. That's one thing that's to worry about. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So that's good. What about a, a huge, I'm just thinking, you know, Wiley Coyote style. Uh, what about just a, a, if the pit garage is out front just has a, a huge patch of very sticky glue on the ground? Oh, yes. The mechanics keep getting stuck in it because they keep forgetting and walking through it. So it's got uh, pros and cons to that. That's a great idea. It, do you know it? what it'll be? Um, those children's sweets that they get from 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 birthday parties, you know, like Mawam sweets or Haribo. Oh God, yeah. So it's yeah. they've they've got a load of those and then poured kettle water all over them, <laughs> <laughs> and then it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really, really sticky. There's a shitload of wasps that have come in out of nowhere because they can smell a sticky Haribo from a mile away. So like as they coast in, they're, they're coasting in at like 70 miles an hour. They go straight, like a like when you're on a roller coaster and it comes back in to stop. It really aggressively goes from 70 to 30 miles an hour. And then um, with, and obviously the tyres now go... Because you've gone through a load of sticky, icky Haribo and you know dirty E number children's sweets, and then yeah, and then that's it. I, I mean, I think this is great. You're going to pull in, and what is the driving tactic going to be? Not to die. Are you just going to go slower everywhere? Are, uh-huh. You are allowed mild yeah. contact, so touring car drivers are going to love it. You're allowed to <laughs> to rub, rub, scrub off a little bit of speed. I on feel the like back the of mildness little... of the contact is sort of out of your control a little bit, as indeed is the whole car. Uh, I'm, I'm just excited at, at the prospect that this one day could could. How happen. much sleep did you get last night? Oh, not enough, not enough, mm. mate. Um, my eyes are really stinging good yeah. <laughs> right well it's probably a good time to um bring this gently into land like oh. a car with no brakes just one last thing come before we go and, and i feel yeah. like i've got to get this off my chest yes every single mercedes ml that i've seen this year is, yeah. is in terrible condition <laughs> Te- like terrible <laughs> terrible condition are you talking about early MLs? Early MLs, the ones with the horribly complicated spare wheel cover on the back that sticks out about three feet. 
with yeah. the, with what looks like motorway gantry. They look like they're falling apart, don't they? they, they I mean, they look, look like they're coming apart. Oh, they're awful. And, you know that they're, they're yeah, they look like they haven't got it together, and that that no owner of an ML cares about it. They just don't care about it. They just they get in it and they whip whip its ass everywhere. And there's there's rusty ones. There's terribly yes. curbed ones. They're all yeah. really ghetto. Lacquer coming it's off the, on the roofs. Britain's shabbiest car, you're right. The ML, yeah. nobody cares about All them. the plastics go very sort of milky looking, don't they? It's odd. I don't think it was a very well-made car. I just don't think it was a very good car. No, they weren't very good, were they? I think we should all go out... In fact, there you go. There's the one-make series, done. <laughs> Mercedes, <laughs> Mercedes Johnny ML. Smith's brakeless, shabby Mercedes ML <laughs> racing series. I, It's got... Brakeless ML. thing written all over it. Brakeless ML. Brakeless MLs. I, I'm, we could so, I'll, I'll happily source all the right vehicles. I'm sure we can do that. Oh, it's felt its MOT on rear caliper sticking. Not a problem. That's okay. They're coming off. Yeah. Yeah. Good. There you Job go. done. That well, this has been enriching and fascinating, but um, we probably should uh, stop for now. So uh, thank you ever so much for listening. As always, don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast and anything else that you enjoy in your life like yogurt or hats or something subscribe to yogurt yeah uh three things to tell you before we end one johnny's youtube channel now rebranded as the late break show with johnny smith is out there with lots of treats for you uh secondly if you're very very idle and bored i have a book out called the medium-sized book of boring car trivia by sniff petrol uh, second volume coming quite soon. Uh-uh. And three, uh, the American car company Buick was founded by a Scotsman. Oh, is that true? Mm. I can't remember his name now, That's but that very, is a true fact. I love the fact that Americans think that Chevrolet is the most American thing ever, and it was a Frenchman that founded it. Yeah. Love Another that. bizarre American car company fact that um, uh, Cadillac came out of the remnants of Henry Ford's first car company. And um, Henry Leland, who founded Cadillac or made it into Cadillac. Oh, yeah. Le- uh, Leland, Leland, Le- yeah. Le- Le- like Lelandi. Le- he was a man who grew, uh, he kept growing very, very tall to the annoyance of his neighbours. <laughs> and um, he also founded Lincoln. Did he? I think so, yeah. Now I'm getting confused. Or did he? Wait a minute. No, am I getting that wrong way around? Lincoln Park. Oh, it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Lincoln Park. Yeah, he was in Lincoln Park. That's right. He wore those shorts that are sort of a bit too long to wear. <laughs> a bit too short to be trousers. I like half months trouser shorts. Trouser shorts. Shorty trousers. Who knows? Anyway, um, that's it for Smith & Sniff for the podcast this week. Thank you again for listening. And we will see you as ever uh, same time next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.